podcast brought to you in part by audible.com get your free audiobook download by visiting www.audibletrial.com wds to choose from over 85,000 titles for your ipod or mp3 player please hi i'm dan and i'm doug from hoobastank hi this is josie loren hi this is john bon jovi and i'm richie sambor hello I'm Tommy Lee. Hi, this is Molly Bryant. This is Alicia Witt. Hey, this is Jennifer Love Hewitt. Hey, what's up? This is Kelly Clarkson. Hi, this is Julie Mann. Hello, I'm Phil Collins. Hi, this is Brandy, the winner of The Apprentice. Hi, this is Chelsea Hobbs. Hey, this is Lindsay Lohan. Hi, this is Joy Nordenstrom of Joy of Romance, Inc. This is Alec Baldwin. Hi, this is Christina from Survivor Redemption Island. Hi, I'm Holly Jorgensen, creator of Make It or Break It, and you are listening to What Do They Say? Did you hear... Did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear? What do they say? Now you get to hear what Dubay has to say. Hello again, everybody. You are listening to the official podcast of the What Dubay Said Cultural Entertainment Digest. Found at whatduvaysaid.com. I am your host, Jason Duplessis, coming at you from Duvay Studio South in the Hollywood Hills of Los Angeles, California. And joining me, as always, is a man who runs into an invisible wall whenever he reaches Columbus Avenue. Your host, <laughs> Robert Bob Duvay, coming to you from Duvay North in the heart, the belly of the beast that is liberal America, San Francisco, California. Hate me! Hate on me! What makes you say it's so liberal? I've never heard that of San Francisco. It's a liberal? It's a liberal town? Apparently. That's what I'm getting from the, the, the people at Fox. Oh. <laughs> and, and, and that's the buzz on the street? Is everyone, I, yes. think, I feel like it's more of a, a covert liberal thing, though. Like, they really don't wear their liberalism out on the sleeve, San Francisco, do they? I think that this is one of those places where... They're so militantly liberal that it's gone. The pendulum has swung all the way to where it's like it, 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 it's the liberalism has become like an army of conservatism, if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? It's like it's yeah. no different. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just up in the fair city this past weekend. Um, I saw you. Yeah, and I went into a, was it a restaurant? It was either a restaurant or, no, I remember what it was. There was a street fair happening down in the Mission District where uh, mm-hmm. I was. And it was a street fair of street food, basically. Like, you could buy a t-shirt that said I, and it had a picture of a cart, like a shopping cart. <laughs> I cart street food. Which I thought was <laughs> moderately clever because it rhymes with heart, and yet it doesn't. That completely misses the point of the "I love New York," you know, like "I cart wet." Yeah. Like, what is that? How does that? It's like one step beyond clever. Um, but <laughs> I went to a. Uh, I, I stood in this enormous line to get some um, Korean barbecue sausage, and I got it. And I got a drink, and I got my sausage, and there's paper, and the little container it was in, and whatnot. And then I I reached the end of my ingestion of this delicious food, and I wanted to throw my trash away. but And there was these containers, one that said compostable, 
uh, or compostable, I suppose would be the most thing, not like mm-hmm. compostable. Um, and th- another was recycling only bottles, this, that, and the other thing. And then I, I, I went, oh, okay, this, oh, okay, that. And then I was left with just trash that I couldn't, didn't fit the criteria of these, these extremely segregated waste dispensers. I am thrilled that you were bringing this up because this is something that I've been like screaming about to whoever will listen. It's like, there's just too much fucking choice out there. <laughs> and can I, can I clue you into a little bit of a secret? Cause I, I've talked to the people that work for the, uh, you know, the, the trash and the recycling people, you know, I forget their, their title, their cor- their company they work for, but all of that shit goes to the same place. Well, okay, yeah, but they're not only that. I don't mind having choice. It's not that there there was too much choice. the The fact was that there wasn't a choice for trash. <laughs> That's what bothered me. I couldn't yeah, throw my right? trash away. Like, what was I supposed to do with it? And then, like you say, the the uh, John and I, the fellow I was with at the street fair, were walking back to the studio where we were recording, which is why I was up there, and we passed. Uh, like a big metal, not quite a dumpster, but a big metal sort of sectioned off area that was opened. And I could see people wearing their environmental T-shirts that had all these bags. And all they were doing was opening the bags and sorting it anyway. They were, they had to yeah. go through that stuff anyway because n- people like me go, well, I guess this is a com- com- compostable. And they mm-hmm. throw their item in there and they got to sort it out anyway. Like gum. Where do you throw gum? I, I don't know. I would throw gum into the trash bin if there was a trash Me too. bin. But there's not a trash I'd bin. I'd imagine it's compostable, though. I don't know. Is gum compostable? Tell us about it. Right Send us an email. What do they said at <laughs> gmail.com because your emails mean so much. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Bob Duvet. Find us on Facebook by searching for What Do They Said in your little search engine item there and liking us because we like when you like us. Or give us a phone call at 415. That's right. The sexy voice is back. 415-937-0445. That number is always live and it's 415-937-0445. Operators are standing by. You can get in touch with us so many ways. You just can't text us. Don't don't well, see, that's the thing. We're we're a victim of our own like uh, the, the, uh, aggression because we offer way too many choices, and I think our listeners just kind of throw their hands up in the air and say, I, "There's too many ways to get a hold of these guys." Oh, well, no, we're, but we're holding back. There's no texting. You can't text us. We don't have a snail mail address. Um, no, no, we don't. Yeah, so I think well, we're like this is like we try to keep our locations as hidden as possible. Yeah, exactly. Broadcasting, podcasting, coming for at you, all that sort of stuff. It's all a smoke screen. It's all smoke and mirrors, baby. I love it. I've been I've been given the saying on the music show these days that I'm I'm your voice of choice. Oh, I like that. I listened to the music like show uh, on the way up uh, the to San Francisco. It was a good one. It, on. it was a good one. Yeah, it was, it was a good one. Yeah. Getting a lot of people talking about that one. So thank you to the White Arrows. We're going to do actually a lot of thank yous at the end of this show because, Jason, why don't you tell people why this particular show is so special? This show is special because this marks the year, dare I say, our anniversary show today. Yep, yep. We are thrilled to have, you know, it's a tough business, this podcasting, and we have lasted a year where others... Maybe last a month, a week, ne'er I say a day. Ne'er you, ne'er you. 
is narrow word. Ah! Yeah, we did a we we just sort of did a test podcast back when you weren't even sure. I remember I had to convince you, Rob. Do you remember that? Do you remember yeah. that I had to convince yeah. you that? And uh, I said it'll never work, Jason. Oh, and I said no. You just got to believe. Um, <laughs> and we did a show. I remember it was it was terribly hot. Uh, and I was sitting on the couches before I had an air conditioner in my living room. Boy, uh, boy, those days. Uh, and I was, it was, I was leaning on the couch next to my other air conditioner, which I sort of rolled back and forth like R2-D2. It's my little Astromech <laughs> air conditioner. Uh, and I, we talked for about 20 minutes just to get the, get, get a feel for it. And we threw it up on the, on the iTunes to see who bit. And then we listened to it and we liked it. And then we discovered all the things that we did wrong. Uh, and we improved it the week after, and basically that's the show we've been doing ever since. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And you know, we should also announce to our loyal listeners, our Duvidians, as I like to refer to um, our people, uh, we are now on Mevio.com, which was a stated goal, and we've achieved that goal in the time frame, just by the hair of our chinny chin chin. We are now on Mevio.com. What, what's the address there, Jace, for that? We should tell people uh, about that. You can find us on Mevio at whatduvaysaid.mevio.com. And that's me, like there's no I in team, but there is an M-E. M-E-V-I-O? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Good one. <laughs> Dot com. Uh, and it's it's a it's a fun little place. We we I actually uh, I don't know if you noticed or not, but I put one of our new photos from our fancy photos. Yeah, I'm so here. sunburnt in that picture, man. I wish I had clearance on that. Oh, you know what? I, I, let me let me tell you, it was it was not easy finding. Not only are you sunburnt in most of those photos, you have the raccoon eye. I was wearing sunglasses all day. Sunburn going on. Yeah, yeah. It was. I I had been at an all day rock show um, in Fort Mason. I met, I shook the hand of Rick Nielsen from Cheap Trick. I was on a cloud all day. I, I'm sure you caught that because we met up later that night. We did. We did. And you were on a cloud, so much on a cloud that it was, you were, you barely even noticed I was there. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't Rick Nielsen, man. I know. It's true. <laughs> yeah. No, I did notice you were there. It was my wife's birthday party. So I had to kind of work the room. No, I understand. Absolutely. But we did, you, we had it set up somewhat to get a, photos taken by a professional photographer yeah um but it didn't as Faye quite would have out. it she arrived right after you left jace yeah as 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 Faye would have it um but so i have a digital camera which i'm i had a digital camera which i found by the way i don't know if you uh if you know the story of my old digital camera I do not. We should regale our our listening audience with the story of your digital camera. I feel like there should be some music. The story <laughs> of your digital camera. I'll throw that in from time to time so it'll sound like one of those story songs. Like um like the ballad of Bobby Joe. Exactly. Digital camera. Oh, digital camera. <laughs> Oh, this is the story of Jason's digital camera. You'll notice time to turn the page when Tinkerbell rings her little bell. Like this. Digital camera. Let's begin now. <laughs> the story is nowhere near as good as the introduction. I used to live in a, a different house. Uh, you've been there, down a little further down the hill in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. I was really at the cusp of the Hollywood Hills. 
And by that I mean if I walked out my back door, and this is not a lie, this is not an exaggeration, I would see people walking around carrying glasses of red wine, saying, hello, and I'd say, hello. And that would be <laughs> up there in the Hollywood Hills. The, I believe, um, I forget who lived in the house behind me. I want to say it was Rita Hayworth, but it wasn't Rita Hayworth. There was someone on par with Rita Hayworth, though, owned the house directly behind my house called the Holly Mont Castle. And that was out my back. Digital door. camera. And if I walked out my front door, then there would be people urinating in my driveway, selling drugs and, and double parking. Uh, it was, that is the best of both worlds. Yeah, it, like a hermaphrodite. It was crazy Oof. Hollywood right out my front door. Um, so in between are the doors. No, what? No, in between <laughs> the crazy, uh, scummy Hollywood out my front door and the exciting, sophisticated Hollywood out my back door, there was a staircase that connected the two. And there would be people who came down from above the hill to sit on the staircase and enjoy the view and drink their red wine. And people who came up the hill to sit on the staircase to smoke their pot and sleep as homeless people. So I woke up one morning coming down the stairs in my own house and I saw sitting on the bench there a digital camera. Digital camera. Digital camera. So I went, oh, somebody left their digital camera there. I'll just leave it there. They'll come back and get it. I, I took a shower, and I came back down my stairs again, and it was still sitting there. And I went, well, wait a minute. If it's still sitting there, that means somebody was there partying and forgot it. So I'll, ah. go, I'll go get it. I walked out to get it, and it actually was a little more nefarious than that because the digital camera was sitting there, but also sitting there was a woman's purse, which had been rifled through, clearly. Oh, really? So I believe what happened, what my uh, reconstruction of the event was, that somebody had had stolen this woman's purse, run up to this staircase, and, and gone through it looking for it, and probably had found the digital camera first and set it aside. Ooh, I like that. And then it went through the mm-hmm. purse and found other things, the cash, the wallet, the credit cards, whatnot, and then tossed everything aside. And then being a scumbag, bolted out of there without realizing that the digital camera was still there. So there was nothing identifiable about the purse. Um, and there were some photos on the camera, but I mean, I, I didn't know who this girl was. No, she didn't. I couldn't like post it on Facebook and say, do you know this girl? Mm -hmm. So I, what good is Facebook if you can't do that? Right. Well, Facebook didn't exist at the time. Digital camera, digital camera. So I brought the digital camera, digital camera into the house. And I took it, I held it up to the mirror and I took a picture and there's, there's this sort of amusing picture of me looking sort of astonished that I'd found this camera. (laughs) Uh, And I just had to go buy a charger for it. And it worked fine for many, 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 many years until the day that I, uh, until the day that it stopped working, which was about three months ago. It just all of a sudden for no reason stopped working. Um, so I posted a, a status update on Facebook saying, hey, I need to get a new digital camera. Anybody have any suggestions? And a friend of mine from high school, long, long ago, we'll call him Henry Sue. He, okay. Uh, emailed me and said, hey, you can have my old one. I said, great. I'll take your old one. I'll take a free digital camera. Why not? He sends it to me and it's digital camera. Ooh, digital camera. He sends it to me. 
and it's this enormous brick of a camera. It's it's probably the like original uh, <laughs> original the prototype for digital cameras. Ooh. <laughs> and digital uh, camera. So that camera is what we were using to take pictures at your wife's birthday party, and the, not a flattering camera. Not Listener Henry Koo. No, not not a flattering camera at all. Uh, so I need to I need to get a, a new a new edition digital camera because not only is it, uh, you know, this sort of harsh digital lighting. Uh, but you do have this incredible sunburn in most of these photos, and it's yes, you're, you're yes. very pink, very pink. I know, and I was very aware of that, and I, I was trying to protest, but also trying to be a good guy. We're gonna re- we're gonna swap out that picture, but you can go see that picture because it's up on Facebook. And when you're liking us, you can laugh at the fact that I I am raccooned and look uh, like a beet. Well, I, the the photo that a, I chose not a beat, is... not the beats that live up here either, like a beat, <laughs> an actual beat that grows in the earth. Yes, the photo that I chose though is sort of out of focus, and we're kind of facing the other ways. It's not nearly as harsh as any of the rest of them. I will I will say that. Plus, I, I, no offense to our photographer that was taking those pictures, but not not the caliber I had in mind. Right. Well, the camera, the photographer, it, we just. People want to see us. We are kind of matinee idols now, so I think yes. we, it's it's time to replace our photo. I mean, our, our yeah. time time for people to see us. I like being shadowy to a certain extent, but it is good to kind of occasionally leak out. Like you know, this is who makes the magic, and that's the story of the digital camera. Ooh, digital camera. All right. Nice. Uh, that was a that was a that was a tight bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, sorry, I had to just kill a spider. Wow, it sounded violent. I killed a spider with my bare hand at uh, Listener Allen's house uh, last last week. That's so fucking aggressive. I love it. It's turning me on. <laughs> I believe that. Speaking of being turned on, do we have any guests this week? We well, we do. Reba is always. Um, scouring, trying to get people to be guests on our show. This week, we had people contacting us to be guests on our show. Wow. Because of the big anniversary, of course. Well, the big anniversary, too. And these people, uh, upon doing my research, because, you know, I tirelessly research our guests. I do. I well, do actually, I have, Ren, I have Renfro tirelessly research our guests because, uh, you know, that's another addition to this show that wasn't there in the early days is our supercomputer Renfro. So let's give a shout out to Renfro. Renfro. I love you guys. Oh, Renfro. Uh, it's hard to imagine the show without you. I know. We gave him life. He does so much behind the scenes now. It's like, uh, it's like having a third arm. Um, yeah. At any rate, so on this particular show, I don't know if you know this, Jace, but there's been a rash of TV cancellations recently. Oh, no, I did not know that. Yes, and these guests are all tied in with that, and uh, that's probably why they've been barking up our tree, so to speak. Mm, to speak. So ready? I, yeah. Are you ready? Bob, yes. Sit down, sit down, because we have, from recently canceled LA Inc., we have Kat Von D. Say hello to everybody, Kat. Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, really good to be on what Divot said. Um, yeah, 
in fact, if you guys want us, I can do a tattoo or something for you guys. Whatever you want. You know, just really happy to be back on the air. Uh, great. Um, really excited. Do you have any questions for Kat Von D while she's here sitting next to me right now? Uh, are you related to Dita Von T's? Um, no. Uh, I do know Dita, though. I did some of her tattooing, and she's a really wonderful person, and she'd be, you know, really great to be on this show, but um, right now, it's all about me. Okay. Kat, I gotta say that I'm, I've am i never watched LA Inc. because uh, I didn't... I missed the beginning of it, and I, I didn't want to, like, jump in in the middle because I wasn't sure what the story was, so I'm kind of glad that it got canceled because now I'll just watch them all on DVD, and I'll watch them from start to finish so I can get the full saga. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I actually... It's hard for me to do that, actually, because that's that's exactly what I'm doing with Oprah, since I never saw oh, you're an episode of Oprah, Oprah from beginning to end. <laughs> yes, <awesome>. yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, we uh, surprisingly, Oprah hasn't been calling to be on our show, even though she's no longer on, on television. She just owns I'm, television. I think. I'm glad you're bringing up television. This is something I, I tweeted uh, yesterday um, because I, I don't know what it's like up there in San Francisco. Actually, I sort of know what it's like because I was just up there, um, but. Down here in Los Angeles, I cannot escape being crammed down my throat two television shows that are just being forced upon me to watch. Do, do you know these two television shows in which I speak? Are they being forced upon you? Can you think of two off the top of your head? That's being forced upon me. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with that show. Uh, I don't know the name of it, but it stars that Maria Bello. Okay, Prime Suspect. Yeah, that's that's one. Yes, that's not, Prime not, Suspect. Yeah. I'm going to say that one. And the other one that's being forced on me, um, gosh, I can't think of one. Because I don't watch a lot of uh, TV. I, I fast forward right through the commercials and the promos and all that stuff. So okay, what, well, what? tell me. You live in L.A. Uh, the two shows that are, that are being crammed on me is a show called Whitney, which is the Whitney. Oh. Yeah. That, yes. that, I already yes. don't like that show. Yes. Yes. Thank you. I, I was slightly I, I didn't like it instantly because it was already being touted as the, the savior of television. The moment I saw the first commercial, like yeah. I know Whit Whitney Cummings, I believe, is the is the star of that show, who is a, a yes, relatively is. funny comedian. I think she her claim to fame is that she won last comic standing or was oh, really? on last okay. comic standing. She's kind of hot in that she's sexy in that kind of hot comedian category. Right, exactly. And I think that's what's so appealing about her. Like Sarah Silverman is super funny, but she's even funnier because she's pretty and that makes her prettier, right? Yes. You follow yes. my logic in that? So I, I think, do, I do. Yeah, so... Th I, like I, that I, Elaine Boozler. Like Elaine Boozler. What? <laughs> like Paula Poundstone. So... Ooh, I'd like to pound that stone. <laughs> Whitney Cummings is actually a really, really funny comedian, and it really bothers me that that the sort of marketing machine is turning this into this show. I don't know why, but I, 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 I'm really turned off to that. That one, and maybe this one isn't being rammed down your throat as much as it is down here, uh, and it may just be the TV shows I watch, but uh, Whisker Wars. <laughs> uh -uh. <laughs> wait, wait, Whisker? what's it called? Whisker Wars. No idea. Never heard of that show. It's a, a reality show that's following a competition of men with enormous beards 
and who has like the greatest <laughs> beard. Wow, that's uh, that sounds short lived, and uh, I, that's actually a trend that I see um, in music quite a bit—the mountain man beard thing—and I, I think it's already starting to get played out. So that doesn't bode well for that show. No, and th- th- yeah, there's nothing about a large bushy beard that is appealing to me, um, except for maybe Z- unless Z- it's Z- on Z- a woman. Unless it's on a woman, and even at a then, circus. Yeah, it's got to be it's got to be trimmed. Um, so anyway, yeah. The uh, who else is our guests? Hopefully, we don't have Whitney Cummings as a guest. No, we don't. But we we should try and get her as a guest. I'm sure that'll be virtually impossible given her new status as It Girl. Yeah, comedies It Girl. Yeah. Um, no, we have uh, Kate Goslin. Oh, you know I'm a big fan. We asked her only to bring her two favorite children, so uh, she brought none. Uh, I thought maybe she would bring John. No, no. Her favorite child is John Goslin. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. No, she's standing over by the green wall yelling at Reba right now. Oh, okay. That sounds uh, yeah, reasonable. So. She was a star. Yeah. She danced. She is a star, but she's no Kat Von D, the husky voice tattooed sex pot that is currently sitting on my lap. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully we'll get to talk to them later. We've had a lot of exciting guests so. over the years. Uh, over we the have. Years. And we'll do a shout out. Well, maybe we'll, well just... Or people can just listen to the top of the show where they just went by at the beginning. Maybe you should listen to the top yeah. of the show more often. What do you think? I listen to the top of the show because that's how I get into the, uh, the middle of the show. Right. Okay. <laughs> this has this show hasn't changed a lick in a no, year. No, it hasn't. In fact, why why mess with success? Why don't you uh, let me know what's going on in the news? I think we might in fu- in the future just pull the actual song and just have you do your 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 beatboxing. <laughs> so that was that was some impressive drumming, if I do yeah. say so myself. And you do. <laughs> All right, let's get into the news. Here it comes. I'm ready. This one isn't so much as a story. It was just a story that I came across in the Huffington Post under the parents section, and it's a bunch of pictures. And I know pictures are terrible. For what we do, podcasting or oral podcasting. Wow, that sounds like something that's going to be banned in like in several southern states. Oral podcasting. Ugh. Don't go there. Don't let yourself go there, Jace. Hang in I'm... there with me. No, I was actually thinking it would be a good name for an English pub. <laughs> oral podcasting. <laughs> Yeah. Ye old oral podcasting. <laughs> yeah, just check in there. It's right next, right next to the horse bath. <laughs> uh, the horse bath. That's a great name for an English pub. Write yeah. in to what you base at gmail dot com with your name for a great English pub. I'm going with horse bath. I think that's a good one. <laughs> okay. Nice. One. Uh, no, it, this is basically baby portrait tattoos are becoming very, po- uh, very popular. So p- what parents do is on their the small of their backs or, you know, like where the tramp stamp ought to be, they put a picture. Well, that's actually genius. They put a picture of, you know, their baby's infant picture tattooed onto their back, which I just think is just so 
fucking annoying and stupid. And it's probably meant to stand in for all the bad parenting you're going to engage in throughout the course of, <laughs> but look, you know, I love my kids so much, I got them tattooed on my back. That could be, or it may just be that they don't own a digital camera. Digital camera. Could be, right? And so this is the only way. They have to look at their back in a mirror to see what their kid looks like. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder if they do it like, because, you know, I have, you know, several nieces and nephews, and there's always a flood of pictures on Facebook every time they do anything, you know, newsworthy or not. And so uh, I wonder if they have to keep altering the tattoo to reflect the years as they go by, maybe. Or their yeah. back is just covered in shots of, of the kid throughout the years. Right. My mom used to have uh, hanging above the piano. She gave it to me when they moved out. And I, for a while there, it was. I went, oh, and I set it up in my in my house. But uh, then I took it down because it's so silly looking. But it's, it's a picture of, like, through the years of uh, school photos in a clock formation with my like senior picture and a big oval in the center. So there's an oval in the center with my senior picture and then little ovals going clockwise around of my school photos all the way around. So I think people should look into doing that with their tattoos. Why stop with infancy? That, that's a great idea. That actually should be our picture for what Duvet said on Mevio.com. As my, all my school photos? <laughs> Yes, and, and not that sunburned picture of me. <laughs> you don't look so bad in the picture I posted. It, you can just sort of sort of, it's sort of a blurry pink head. You don't look nearly as bad <laughs> as the other ones. It's the kind of color pink though that a freshly born baby <laughs> looks like. You know, it looked like I just I popped out of your mangina, and then there it was in in cool shoes. Though I was wearing very cool shoes that night, so there I appreciate go. that the shoes are reflected in the picture. So thanks for that. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, well, I think you're terrific and radiant and humble in that picture. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't know. What, what do you? Where do you fall on this? I mean, I I can see my brother has tattoos of his children's names in old English style on, you know, each of his arms. And okay, that I've seen, and I can, I can live with that to a certain extent, you know. But I don't know, the baby face, the picture, and how hard would it be if, if you were like, you know, say, having, engaging in, um, I don't know, uh, a sexual position, that, the doggy style position, and you were staring at the, the woman's kid on her back. I don't know, is that, is that appropriate? <laughs> Yeah, no, that would not be sexually exciting to me. That would be a bit of a buzzkill, wouldn't it? Yeah, a bit. Yeah. Because I could just picture the baby undulating while it's happening. Like the stretching of the skin, (laughs) like a whole silly putty thing. Oh, shit. I would say that it is... Where does this fall on our classic barometer that we've lifted from a great band, friend of the show, Steel Panther. Yes, I went and saw Steel Panther Live. I will say that it is not a that people do it, but it's kind of a that it's becoming a trend. Yeah, yeah. Well, tattoos in general are so trendy to have lost all whatever they were meant to signify way back in the day, like danger or, you know, uh, counterculture, you know. Now or, it's or, so many people have tattoos. It yeah, or nothing. enlistment in the Navy, really. <laughs> yes. How do you know somebody's in the Navy 
or if they're just uh, you know the John Q. Public. Yeah, exactly. It's really taken all the mystery out of tattooing. It does. It does. So I'm not even going to dignify this story with uh, or as or uh, <laughs> Sorry, right, I can see I that. By do the way, that you talk you. over it. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next news story. This one, I'm curious, um, have you weigh in, uh, venture a guess, I should say. Maybe we can call this the venture a guess segment. Ooh. All right, here's the segment. venture a guess music. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep you on your toes, Chase. All right, here we are, venturing a guess. Facebook users revealed their favorite restaurants. Now, these are based on the statistics of, you know, when you see somebody says, just checked into... Oh, okay, yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? So, I like, you know, Jason just checked into the 101 Cafe. Right. No, yeah, I've, I've seen it. I'm familiar with it. Uh, a very good friend of okay. mine checks in uh, whenever she goes places. Okay, so the 101 Cafe, not a sponsor, but we'd love to get them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's quite schmancy now, the 101 Coffee Shop. They've really up. Is it really? It I up. like that place a lot, by the way. Yeah, well, it's valet parking now at 101. Ooh, wow. My, it's come a long way. Well, anyway, let's get back to our story here. Facebook users revealed their favorite restaurants. Let's, let's just – I want to have you because you're, you're very perceptive and, and you, I'm sure, can sniff out a few of these. Take a couple guesses at what the most popular ones would be. McDonald's. McDonald's, number five. Oh, you're doing good. How about I'll let you try and guess all ten – and venture a guess, all 10, and you get three strikes. It'll be like a game show. Okay. Before I, I start guessing here, are these national chains or are, they, are there some kind of local ones? Um, we're, we're, these are national. So we'll, we'll stick with that because it would be impossible because, you know, how right, are you okay. going to know where people go in Louisville? Okay. I'm in. I'm game. I, I'm up for three strikes. Uh, Denny's? Bing, 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 bing. Okay. What number is that? Number seven, Denny's, number seven. Clocking Denny's in number, number seven. seven. Okay. Um, With a bullet. Uh, number seven, uh, TGI Fridays. <laughs> oh, you are good at this, sir. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> that is number nine. Nine, okay. Um, let's see. How about uh, Red Robin? <clears throat> oh, too bad. Uh, White Castle. Ooh. <clears throat> but you know what? I can go. I have some White Castle right there in the fridge. You, you can get them at your local, not a sponsor, but you can get them at your local grocery store. Right. For you, would be Ralph's. In yeah. The bo- oh, they're great in the box like that. But no, no, no. Okay. So you veered off that. You have two strikes, Jace. I know. I only have one more strike. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, so then I will go with. Um, uh, There's an obvious one. An obvious one? Yes. Uh, Burger King. Here, Kat Von D will give you an aud- uh, uh, an audio clue. Okay. I want my. <laughs> I want my M- M- MTV. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. Look, one more time, Cat. I want my. Um. Yeah, that's you're not helping, Cat. I appreciate the effort. I said Burger King earlier. <laughs> Does Burger King not count? No, no, I won't give you that. That won't be counted against you, though. Okay. You've gotten McDonald's, you've gotten Denny's, you've gotten TGI Fridays. If you think in those terms, you're going to do very well in this game. Uh, okay. Red Lobster? 
Ooh, I'm surprised, but no. Applebee's. <laughs> Applebee's. Applebee's. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Number four, Applebee's. Ah, good. The Olive Garden? Olive Garden, yes. Number eight. Uh, uh, um, uh, um, uh. I want my baby back, baby back, oh, baby back. Uh, I uh, want my yeah, baby back. Uh, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, that's, I bought my baby back. I worked back. there. It's, uh, the Tony Roma's. My whole family worked there. Jeez. Uh, Did you know at one point, the, it, the answer you're looking for is Chili's, which was number three. Chili's. Thank you. Did I, was Tony Romas on the list? My family worked there at one point. What's that? Tony Romas, was that on the list? No. The rest is the Cheesecake Factory came in at number 10. Cheesecake Factory. Starbucks. Starbucks, number one. Oh, see, now I wouldn't count that as food. That doesn't count. I was going to say 7-Eleven, but that does, that's not food. Uh, IHOP, number six. IHOP. And this one, I don't know. Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, I did a radio commercial for Buffalo Wild Wings once. Oh, not a sponsor. No, not a sponsor, but I I was actually, I mean, I actually got paid to, I got paid to do that. So Yeah, you got paid cash money. Yeah, I did. Yeah, so those those are the obvious, you know, to me, they're pretty obvious choices. And to me, it also is a commentary on, you know, just who is on Facebook. Yeah. It's uh, pretty much your middle-of-the-road America. Well, I think it's also a commentary on... Uh, I was just having this conversation the other day about how everything's the exact same no matter where you go. Like, I couldn't figure out... I, when I went to go see you and Hallie uh, for her party, I had some time to kill beforehand. Mm-hmm. So I went down to Fisherman's Wharf to get a crab sandwich. That's I was there in the city. I'm going to get some sourdough bread and crab. You know, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, and I went down there, and there's a uh, Bubba Gump there on Pier 39. Uh-huh. There's a Rainforest Cafe there. Um there was a couple other places. It was like, why do I need to go to a different city? Oh, Johnny Rockets. Like, I, yeah, I yeah. Could have been in. I could have been on Hollywood Boulevard. Like, why would anybody go on vacation, spend all this money, book a hotel, make all the travel arrangements, get a rollaway bed for the the son that they don't care enough about to let them sleep in an actual bed? <laughs> that was me. And they uh, and then go to Johnny Rockets. You know, you could go to Johnny Rockets anywhere, but that's what I mean. I think I think that's a lot of tourists. Like tourists go to another part of town, go to another place in the country, and they go to the Olive Garden. They go to the Cheesecake yeah. Factory. Well, my parents go to I, any town they go to. And when I ask them, oh, so you've been eating some good food? Where they're like, oh, yeah, we found a Hard Rock Cafe. My mom calls it a cafe. <laughs> um, we, we found a Hard Rock Cafe, like, you know, in London. Or, oh, their burgers are great. And to me, to my way of thinking, if, if I was in the exotic new place, I, I wouldn't be thinking chains. You know, I, I would want to try and find something a little bit more of, of the earth. Yeah, well, I could also sort of understand. I mean, it's one thing to be there at Fisherman's Wharf where you can just walk up and get a crab sandwich. Like, there's no reason not to yeah. do that. But I could see, like, being, I don't know, in New York for a week and by the fourth day, 
saying, you know what? I'm not, I don't want to stand in line. I don't want to hassle. We're right here. Let's just go to Johnny Rockets. Okay. We know what yeah, the yeah, food's yeah. like. What's just popping here? Like, I can understand that. And also, it's funny that you mentioned the Hard Rock Cafe in London. Because mm-hmm. when I was in London, I walked right past the Hard Rock Cafe and I went, uh-huh. ugh. You know, ugh, I can go to that anywhere. I, what, what, I'm not going to bother. Yeah. And then I came home and I was like, wait a minute. That's that's the Hard Rock Cafe. That's the actual one. Oh, that was one. the original. Yeah, the original oh. one in London. And I was like, oh, well, why didn't I go there? You know, not to get a burger, but at least to walk in and, and look around. I mean, I'm sure it's yeah. the same old stuff. I'm sure it's Eric Clapton's guitar and, and Elton John's outfit. But still, you know, just to, yeah. to historically be there. The other thing that I, killed me when I got back from London is that I didn't walk across the street at Abbey Road. Like, how could I miss that? Uh, yeah, for you, that's a big one, too. I would imagine that would have been, like, high on your list of first things to do. Uh, no, I was, I, it, I, I was wrapped up in history. I wanted to go to the sh- The only sort of ridiculous out of the out of the historical thing that I did was I went to a place called the Sherlock Holmes uh, Restaurant which is opium den yes i went to the sherlock holmes opium den uh and i uh i did a lot of opium you got the opium burger <laughs> yes the opium burger was great and i slept like a baby <laughs> <laughs> hey you know what that uh, reminds me oh yes. first of all let's just say mm-hmm. that this is uh, uh, I, uh, and it's an excellent opportunity to point out that uh, I could just listen to all my Sherlock Holmes books from Audible.com. Do you know Ooh, about Audible.com? Yes, you can. I'm just going to say that Audible has been a f- spectacular sponsor for us all year long. They have been with us from the beginning. Some sponsors have come, some sponsors have gone. But Audible has not only been with us the whole way, they have actually bumped up their participation with the what do they said podcast by offering us our own url which is www.audibletrial.com slash wds that is specific to us what do they said if you go to that link you can get a free trial at audible.com get 14 days free of checking out everything they have up there and getting your own audiobook download out of eighty-five thousand titles that they have holy moly yeah, unbelievably good stuff. And I think I mentioned to you that I listened to uh, the the um, uh, Gary Delabate book, They Call Me Baba Booey. Uh, that was my latest Audible.com purchase, yeah. But I might check into some uh, Sherlock Holmes now, now that I'm mentioning it, um, or some other You English know what thing. I'm reading? No, what are you reading? I'm reading Kate Gosselin's Eight Little Faces, hardcover edition, mm, on well. audiobook. <laughs> Good for you, and you can get that hardcover edition on audiobook by visiting audibletrial.com slash WDS. www.audibletrial.com slash WDS. Sign up. We can't do the show without Audible. We love them. We love you. And if the two of you get together, it would, be, it would turn Rob on. What a love child that would be. Yeah. Uh, is there more news, or are we let's in other to, news? Let's go to uh, in other news right now. Okay. Okay. I'm, 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 I'll do that. You're very flexible today. I like your energy today, Jace. It's really, really nice. Yeah, thanks. I'm a little loosey-goosey. I'm excited about the anniversary, and I had a, a, a really great weekend. I'm still sort of riding on the high of my weekend. Nice. Ride the wave, my brother. All right, here we go. Ride this came from the fine folks at Gawker, not a sponsor. Uh-huh. But one day, we will appear in Gawker. I firmly believe that. That's my new goal for the next year of podcasting with WDS is to actually have us linked to or referenced by Gawker. 
Okay. Well, we made it onto Mevio. What do they said dot Mevio dot com. Uh, so we yeah. can still uh, we still we, we got a whole year ahead of us. Yeah, and if our listeners out there want to help us on our quests, like uh, the next quest for me would be let's get this show on serious. Yeah. Okay. Why not? Sure. Why not? So go to Facebook and like us. Those numbers mean a lot. Go to at Bob capital B Duvet D U V E T capital D. And, and and follow us because those numbers will tell Sirius that we are serious. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Absolutely. And they, they okay. could use our help. Have you seen their stock? Come on. It's terrible, man. It's plummeting. It's plummeting. I, believe me, I know. I own Sirius stock and it's 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 really it's yeah, quite they're not the doing good. Pennies on the dollar. Time <sighs> to buy, Jace. Time to buy. No, the time to buy is when I bought, which when they were down to six cents a share, which was a spectacular oh, time to buy. So I'm actually doing pretty well, but it's still not I mean, spare me. Spare me. We yeah. love you, Sirius. I like Sirius. how we're doing a stock report now. Yeah. <laughs> we're branching out. Coming to you from the things. floor, WDS Stock Exchange. <laughs> yeah, Jason DePlessy. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, in other news. Right, in other news, Ice Cream Man offered choice of rainbow, chocolate, or Oxycontin sprinkles. There's a flavor to Oxycontin? Apparently, Louis Scala Jr. sold soft serve and hard drugs. So this is an ice cream man selling drugs through his ice cream truck. $20 a pop oxys out of his green and white lickety split truck. And they busted him. Wow. Well, that seems like a pretty efficient delivery service. I mean, I can't believe he's the first to do it. Could you imagine if you got like, so how about this for a dining experience? You go to the Sherlock Holmes Cafe yeah. and you get yourself your opium burger. Yeah. And then you follow it with a little soft serve oxy sprinkled uh, cone and you are ready to go. I'm ready to go and take pictures with my digital camera. <laughs> digital camera. Digital camera. Nice callback. So he was busted. Oh, where was man. this happening? Some place where ice cream is sold freely, I guess. Huh? Ice cream should be sold freely. I think some of these uh, presidential candidates, that's the train they should jump on. Not any of this debt ceiling business. By the way, we've had to change our phone number at WDS. Not the one that the people can reach us at at 415-937-0445, but the one that guests and their handlers can reach us at because the debt ceiling has been calling us nonstop saying, hey, can I get back on the show? Love to do, love to do a spot on the show. Oh, man. No, because nobody's talking about yeah. him anymore. This whole... Nobody's talking about the debt ceiling anymore. Yeah, so this whole... You but you know what they are thing. talking about? This next story. Tell me. All right, here it goes. Waiting. This one... Still waiting. Oh, wait. There's no story here. Yes. Bear waiting. with me. Yes. Waiting for it. All right. Oh, yeah, this one. Well, actually, this should be a topic of discussion. So let me hold off on that one and see if I can't find... Oh, this one. This one just annoys me. Okay, so I, you know, recently there was an earthquake that struck Virginia. Yes, yes, I did hear about that. 5.8, I think it was the came in at. And uh, big deal because they don't get earthquakes and everything's made of brick, which we know living out here is a recipe for disaster. Yes. And so New Yorkers were up in arms because we weren't more sympathetic to their plight. Oh, <laughs> I, I, from what I hear, everyone sort of mocked the... the yeah, thing. yeah. Everybody out here mocked it because, you know, New York is, is very big on big-leaguing the West Coast. Yeah. 
you know, they, they, they definitely like like to give us shit about, oh, you guys are soft out there, whatever. And since all media is based, a lot of it at least, is based in New York City. This was a story that was just reported on ad nauseum, you know, like, we're going to go to Andrea Mitchell. Can you describe it? I was sitting at my desk and I felt a chair shake. Yeah. <laughs> you know, shit yeah. like that. So I, I kind of found it a little bit amusing that you know, the, the Californians were totally unimpressed with their little 5.9 earthquake. Right. Yes. So this, though, is is to me indicative in another way of how New Yorkers are, let's say, uptight, a little bit uptight. Uh huh. So, so this story comes to us from CBS News in New York, and they there's a movement going on where New York restaurants people are pushing for a dining time limit in New York City restaurants. Okay. And basically, I mean, the story goes on and on, but the basic gist of the story is that, you know, because certain restaurants are so hard to get into and popular and everybody wants a whack at, you know, the latest it restaurant that they're trying to institute some sort of like if you, you know, book a reservation, you have from X amount of time to X amount of time, you're like renting your table essentially. And then you have to leave. And, you know, really, is this what our society is coming to? Where you can't even like leisurely enjoy and lollygag. I always viewed a restaurant that when you finally get to sit at your table, I don't want to be a dick. Like I don't want to hold a table for three turns, you know, for, you know, but I mean, there's a reasonable expectation that you could relax and enjoy yourself. It's one of the few places you can do that. Well, that's the whole point of going out. Yeah. So, I mean, to somehow find a way to yet police another function of everybody's uh, personal and private life, it just, it, to me, it just doesn't bode well. Come on, New York, relax. Yeah, that seems a bit extreme. I don't, I'm not into that. I don't agree with that at all. I don't agree with that either. I mean, it, I, that was just, it was disheartening, to be totally honest with you. And I've worked in the restaurant industry, and I would rather have one table that was, you know, cool and enjoying themselves and but you know obviously they should tip well if you're going to stay at a table for a really long time you should really like fork over a nice healthy tip because you are taking that table you know away from the server from turning it you know what i mean yeah yeah well that's what i would think would happen i don't care about the people waiting for a table that's the whole point of making reservations if i make a reservation on an airplane and it's booked then i can't get on it if i call a a hotel uh, a restaurant to make a reservation they say sorry you can come at 4 30 or you can come at 10 30 and i go okay well then i'm not going to that restaurant tonight yeah exactly exactly so so to try and you know everything everybody's so interested in being fair and it goes completely against, you know, the nature of human, you know, survival of the fittest and all that other stuff that we, we take pride in and a free market and all that yeah. other business. You know, everything can't be fair. There's so many – it's like this generational thing where everybody should be afforded the same opportunities. That's not how life works, people. Well, and, and I just to get back to you, I just agree with the the fact that you should just tip your server. It's really just unfair to the server. If you take the space of two parties, you should tip for two parties for the amount of time you're staying there. But yeah, so there you go. Absolutely, absolutely, I agree. All right. All right. We're on the same page. Yes, we are. Okay, the last news story it falls under the topic of discussion, which I know is your favorite news segment. Yeah, it's my favorite news segment. <laughs> 
All right, this one, I love it. The title alone, amazing. It says, sex crazed loser crashes into adult store, steals $800 vagina. <laughs> Was it attached to a woman? <laughs> that is my first question. And apparently, no, it was just one of those uh, super, I guess, real, for $800, you could afford to hire a real vagina. Uh, I would think if you were the kind of person who crashes into a sex story, you could afford multiple vaginas for $800. Absolutely. And a little prison time, apparently, with this yeah. guy. Um, yeah, it was a lifelike masturbator complete with female genitalia with legs and buttocks. But that's a little creepy. Yeah, that's – yeah. What about – I mean, I don't, I don't mind to Unless tip you're my a leg or anything, but what about the top half? There's, there's some pretty good stuff happening yeah. on the top half of a woman. <laughs> well, you know, I guess this guy was a leg and an ass man. People are I specific. Guess, I guess so. Wow. You don't okay. throw the baby out with the bathwater when it comes to, you know, the woman female form. That guy is horny. Yeah, right? Horny and specific. <laughs> well, I hope he uh, hopefully he doesn't get away with it. I hope he, the the law caught up with him. The law did catch up with him. Oh, wait, this is great. Great quote here. It says, "Drop a dime on this fool," says Harry Boomer, whose report <laughs> describes the thief as sex crazed loser, a freak, a pervert, a sexual deviant. He's still out on the loose, Jace. Wow. Oh no. It's like you know that's there, there should be a movie starring that Ben Affleck, where maybe that it's all centered around uh, like a sex crazed loser pervert planning this caper <laughs> where he busts in, you know, kind of like the town meets uh, uh, you know, the Mitchell brothers. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, I feel like I need to be more protective of my $800 sex toys in my house. I don't feel safe at home anymore. You shouldn't, man. This guy could be busting your door down like a like a, uh, a Rico unit. <laughs> I don't find that quite as disgusting as most of your other stories. I expect more from you next week. Well, I, will, I do have one that mentions uh, semen, but uh, I, should I spare you? Yes, please. Yes. Okay. You are spared, sir. Let's get out of the news All and right. into our lives. Okay. Uh, wow. Uh, we don't have much time to get into our lives. The show is about ready to wrap up. Tell me about your life, Rob. How was your weekend? I said as if I didn't uh, Weekend know. was great. It was my wife's birthday. I was happy to see you, however brief. It was lovely. And uh, saw, like I said, saw Cheap Trick and Stone Temple Pilots. Both were great. At an at outdoor festival, which you can listen to on uh, What Duvet Said About Music. You can't listen to the festival, but you can hear all about it. Uh, what Duvet Said About Music, issue 32, and we talk about um, that festival. But yeah, got to shake Rick Nielsen's hand. It was great. Going to see a show tonight, Crayshon at Slim. She's a hot up-and-comer. And, -comer. and um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, beyond that, I think the weekend's going to be a little more mellow. Going to go see the Butlers, a very fine band, cover band that uh, features Michael Butler, my mentor in podcasting, and a host of the Rock and Roll Geek Show. Okay. Also on Mevio.com. So that was my, my weekend and my coming weekend. What do you got, Jace? I'm all about playing rock and roll music. Uh, I was up, as we've mentioned and alluded to this past weekend, in your fair city of San Francisco as my band Clockpaw. It's not my band, but I mean, I'm in a band named Clockpaw. Uh, and we recorded our uh, second album, did it all in three days, did 17 songs in three days. That's amazing. 
Yeah. Amazing. It, it, it all sounds really great. We're really looking forward to it being mastered. Um, so Friday was my big day of, of bulk. We, we came up on Thursday, as you say, and I, I saw you briefly. And then uh, mm-hmm. we recorded all day on Friday. And then Saturday was overdubs. And then Sunday was mixing. And then we drove back on Monday with a, a CD to play in the car repeatedly. Uh, That's awesome. In, in, from what I hear, it sounds great. And I look forward to playing it on the music show. Good. Um, I have some ideas for it. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yes, I, I hope that you do feature it. Uh, I'm going to go see friend of the show, Molly Bryant, performing tonight. She's at the Ooh, House of Blues. We love Molly Bryant. Yes. Shout out to Molly Bryant for being a guest and friend of the show. Absolutely. I'm going to go see her at the House of Blues tonight. Very exciting. And then I'm recording with my other band uh, this coming weekend. Uh, so I'm not sure how what the schedule is for that. But uh, the other band I play in is recording this weekend. So I'll be doing that uh, Friday, Saturday, wow. and Sunday. You are a busy, busy man with the music lately. Yeah, suddenly I'm a rock and roll player. So that's what I've shifted into. And that's... Are you just a player, dog? Yeah. Thanks, Cat. Thanks, Cat. Thanks to uh, all of you, loyal listeners, for tuning in to us every week. We couldn't do it without yeah. Audible.com, but we really couldn't do it without you. Um, let's, let's shout out to a few specific uh, early supporter of the show, listener Greg like to thank him we'd like to thank listener dave listener al listener hallie uh listener susan yes uh who else would you like to shout out to well shout out i think we should shout out to steve from union city because he yes though we don't play his voice messages anymore he is the most vociferous uh voicemail lever of the bunch Uh, absolutely love to hear from him uh, and I'd like to thank uh, listener Joe as well. Listener Joe does a real good job every week of tuning in. And, uh, so thanks. I'd, I'd like to thank the folks over at Succotash, uh, Mark Hershon. I'd also like to thank listener Sean for being a contributor as well as a devout listener. Jo- uh, Joy Nordenstrom. Who are the having back on the show, I believe. Sex, sex advice, relationship expert, um, just an all around wonderful lady. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that, that, that's our wacky cast of characters uh, who we, we love every week. So thanks for listening. And, and you, uh, let us know if you're listening and you'd like us to get... Oh, listener Trish, by the way. Also like to say yeah. Thanks yeah, absolutely. Listener Trish. Um, and oh, oh, uh, our, 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 our favorite, our sexiest listener, Madeline. Yes. Listener Madeline Biller. Yes. Been with us the whole year. We appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I also want to just quickly say there's a What Do Bass Said About Music issue 33 up on uh, Medio.com. What Do Bass Said. You can search for it there or on the blog, www.whatdobassaid.com. Uh, great interview with the White Arrows. We've had so many musicians and uh, artists be on our show. I'd like to thank them all. In fact, I will write something for the blog where we list everybody that's been on our show in this last year, and it's quite impressive. Yes. And it's growing all the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thanks to Slouching Stars for the great theme song, which we love. Absolutely. How could I forget Slouching Stars providing the theme that you hear every week? I'd like to special shout out to listener Alec Baldwin for uh, his, his, his intro. Yes. Yes, exactly. For his in, indelible contribution to the opening every week. Exactly. Uh, great year, Rob. Thank you. Thank you, Jace. This has been a wonderful experiment. And I'm really glad that you uh, talked me into it. All right. I'm glad you strong armed me into this. Yeah. Well, I, somebody had to do it. <laughs> and uh, we'd like to thank, uh, as always, Reba. Reba, our intrepid producer. Uh-huh. 
who is busy bringing you the top-notch entertainment um, and is currently just still getting an earful. I don't think Kate Gosselin has stopped yelling at Reba the whole time she's, since she's walked in there. Her list of demands is like a, it's like a the Dead Sea Scrolls. Well, why don't you tend to that? We'll let our listeners tend to the rest of their day. I will get some food in me, and we will see you all next week! Next week! Can you tell me what the they said? Did you hear? What the they said? Can you hear? What the they said? Audible hopes you have enjoyed this program.